everybody. Welcome to Live at Five Home Edition. It is Wednesday, August 5th. I'm Beth Stevens, and I'm here with Charlie Cooper. Hey, Beth. And, hey, Charlie. So good to see you. Good to see you, too. And, of course, we are joined by the ever-present and jazz-handy Caitlin Moynihan. Hi, Caitlin. It put me on the side today. Usually, Fancy. I'm in the well, I, just I know you're so shocked by your placement. I was just saying, I love it. It's a, it's a girls' night. We got a girls' night. Happening. I know. I'm here That's for right. It's a party. And who do we have with us today? Who's our guest, Charlie? We have Jackie Burns, the wicked, wicked Jackie Burns. But we're talking about a party today, right? Yes. Oh. Yes. Killer. <laughs> we're going to find out all about that. But first, let's do some news. After a big screen premiere date of the Mulan live action film was continuously delayed, like many other things due to the coronavirus, the action packed movie will now be offered in people's homes. What better place? Nice and comfortable. Mulan will be available for $29.99 on Disney Plus beginning on September 4th. On top of a subscription, it's been a little bit controversial because it's a lot of money, um, but lots of people excited about that. Yeah, I think a lot of people think it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Those Disney fans, they love it. So as previously announced, this adaptation is not a musical like the original film, which featured music by Matthew Wilder and lyrics by Broadway's David Zippel. Tony winner Leo Salonga, who voiced the lead role in the original Disney movie, took to Twitter and kind of put fans at ease. Um, Following an interview with the live action films director, Nikki Caro, uh, she said the new film will stand proud and tall without the music or without the songs. So rest assured, fans, Mulan explores the Chinese legend of Hua Mulan, played by Yufei Liu in the new film. She disguises herself as a man and then takes her father's place in the army to fight the invading Huns. In addition to Hamilton's Disney Plus release, it was also previously reported that a live action film version of Once on This Island is in the works for the streaming service. That's exciting things to look forward to. Yeah. Going to keep streaming everything. Exactly. Right from our homes. <laughs> okay. Well, that was some good news. And now I've got some disappointing news because, you know, yin yang. Here we go. So we've been talking about the old Vic doing their staging of Three Kings with Andrew Scott, who's an Olivier winner, but you know him as the hot priest from Fleabag. Well, Mr. Scott is recovering from some minor surgery. And so they've delayed the production yet again. We don't have a new date, but it will happen it will happen and you will welcome andrew scott into your room into your home via a streaming service there you go this is uh stephen bersford's play three kings and the new and it's part of the initiative at the old vic in london old vic in camera so streaming stuff live from the stage but we don't have a date quite yet love that so just wait on right (laughs) just waiting and waiting Well, the previously announced pandemic satire special Coastal Elites will premiere on HBO on September 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Paul Rudnick and Jay Roach's comedy centers on five characters from New York to Los Angeles, played by, I mean, amazing cast, Bette Midler, Colson, so Issa Rae. I love me some Issa Rae. Girl is oh my God. <laughs> Dan Levin and Caitlin Dever. Uh, Coastal Elites was originally conceived as a play for the public theater. Midler plays Miriam Nestler, a longtime New York City public school teacher who finds herself in police custody while Polson takes on the role of YouTube personality, 
Clarissa Montgomery, who is taping the 20th, 28th episode of her soothing series, Mindfulness, Mindfulness Meditations. Woosa, right? Written by Rudnick and directed by Roach. The special has been produced entirely during quarantine, like a lot of other things. People are being forced to be creative at this point. Very creative. I have a feeling it's going to look something like this. Exactly. But you never know. <laughs> right. Uh, the pair uh, executive producers coastal um, produces Coastal Elites with Hamilton producer Jeffrey Seller, uh, Vladi Suarez, Scott Shaloff, and Michelle Graham. There you go. I love a Paul, Nutt, Paul Rudnick comedy. And follow him on Twitter. He's, he's a delight. <laughs> All right. I have some more big starry names for you to digest. Brian Cox, who just won an Emmy for Succession, and Marsha Mason, who, of course, has four Oscar nominations or joining forces for a virtual reading of Jerome Kilty's Dear Liar. And this will take place on September 1st, 7 o'clock Eastern. Of course, it's virtual. I don't even need to say that. Right. You already knew. This is a benefit for Bucks County. And it, it supports their Bucks County Playhouse pandemic campaign. And it's directed by Broadway's Mark Brokba. Okay. You can, I mean, look at these giant names. Amazing. I know. I'm I know. Bucks County over there in Pennsylvania. Listen to the plot, because I didn't know this play. The play explores what went on between playwright George Bernard Shaw, or as some people like to say, George Bernard Shaw, and the celebrated right. English stage actress, Mrs. Patrick Campbell, for whom he created Eliza Doolittle in Pygmalion. I'm hooked. I'm there. These exactly. are two giants of the, of the of acting. Me, right? And yes, and so tickets, this is a benefit, so you pay for it, and you're helping Bucks County. So head to the site, and you can find out all the information there. Yeah, All right, we're going to talk about the past. Caitlin, are you ready to talk about the past? Are you there? All <laughs> right, we are going to do Today in Broadway. Well, today is someone's birthday. Whose birthday? Born on this day. It's someone's birthday. It's always someone's birthday. Right. Today, August 5th, born on this day in Los Angeles, was Jonathan Silverman, born in 1966. Now, who is Jonathan Silverman? Well, if you were in New York City in the 1980s and you saw a Broadway show, you indeed came across one of Neil Simon's three plays about Eugene Morris Jerome. And uh, Jonathan Silverman took on that role. So everyone knows that Matthew Broderick originated this role. There were three plays. There's Matthew Broderick in Biloxi Blues with Penelope Ann Miller. Uh, there were three plays. There was Brighton Beach Memoirs, Biloxi Blues, and Broadway Bound. Jonathan Silverman took over the role of Eugene in the first two plays, and then he starred in the third play, Broadway Bound. And there he was in the movie version of Brighton Beach Memoirs. And it's funny because there, there were film versions of all of these. Yeah. And, John, and it was, they were either starring Matthew Broderick or Jonathan Silverman. So... I just wanted to tip my hat to Jonathan Silverman, who started on Broadway. Broadway Bound was an incredible show. Listen to the cast, Charlie. Are you ready? Okay. Yep. Linda Lavin, Jason Alexander, wow. Phyllis Newman, wow. John Randolph. And then Joan Rivers took over for Linda Lavin at the end of the run. So it was a very starry occasion. And honestly, yep. you could not go to Broadway without Eugene Jerome somewhere on the Broadway in the 80s from 1983 on. So I just wanted to say happy birthday to Jonathan Silverman. He went on to have a career, he's still acting. And he, uh, there he is with his lovely wife, Jennifer and, so da and daughter, Ella. See, he's all grown up. I know. 
Uh, people know him from all kinds of movies, from Weekend at Bernie's to Caddyshack. He's done a million TV shows, right. still acting now. Household happy, movie. happy birthday to Jonathan Silverman. And go back and watch some of those Neil Simon shows. This is semi-autobiographical about Neil Simon's coming of age. So there you go. Classic. 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 All right, Caitlin. Hi. I love you so much. Did you learn so much? I mean, it's nice to have a birthday and, and be remembered uh-huh. for your time on Broadway as a child actor. Anyway, <laughs> shall, we, shall we bring on our guest? I mean, the people I'm sure are freaking the out. The people are freaking, and I am ready. Can I tell everybody about today's guest? Is that okay? You know, I wish you would. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. You guys, today we have the lovely, lovely Jackie Burns joining us today on Live at Five Home Edition Live right here on Facebook and YouTube. She's here to talk about this incredible new project. Charlie was talking about this earlier. People are just going so creative in quarantine. A brand new murder mystery musical called A Killer Party starts streaming today. And we have Jackie Burns with us to talk all about it. You guys probably know her. She was in this little show called Wicked. She played Alpha, but maybe you've heard of it. She's done that. She's been on Broadway. She was in Hair. She was in If Then. You guys can follow her on social at Jackie Burns NYC. Leave all of your questions in the comments below. And everyone, please welcome Jackie and Beth. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Caitlin. Hello, Jackie Burns. Hey How oh, are no, you? Well, first of all, where... it's it's a little funky, but where are you? What's going on? Clearly somewhere with bad connection. That's where I am. Um, I am in Connecticut at my parents' house in Connecticut. And sadly, because of the hurricane, even though it was not bad here, we lost all of our power and our internet. So AT&T, I'm using your service. So if you could just like ratchet up my uh, plan and give me some better service right now for Beth and our interview, that'd be really great. I'd appreciate it. I mean, they they do, they are, they everyone at AT&T watches this. So that's important. Everyone. <laughs> so how does it feel to be in your childhood bedroom? It feels really right. It feels like I never left, you know? I'm sure. Just, you know, my parents making me breakfast, you know, having a bedtime. It's like oh, an yeah. yeah. Um, did they send you to bed on time? That's good. Yeah. And then, All right. And then I wake up and I call my dad when I'm awake to let him know I'm ready for breakfast because I'm too lazy <laughs> to get out of bed. Do you, you mean like you call downstairs? Yeah. <laughs> Do you put Just in an kidding. order? <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm awake. I'd like a uh, you know a, an egg sandwich now. Thank you. I'll be down in ten. All right, and then I and I go. Well, you're a Broadway star. You need to be treated as such. You know, like yeah, <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> All right, we have to talk about this new project, a killer party. Yeah. A murder mystery colon a murder mystery musical. A murder mystery. Yes. And you play someone named Joan MacArthur. I do. Yes. So I want to show the people the trailer so they know what the heck we're talking about. Because this is a starry experience. So Caitlin, can you show everyone a killer party? On August 5th, join us for the world premiere of a new musical. Featuring some of your favorite Broadway actors. They're the worst. All attending a dinner party where they serve meatballs, mayhem, <laughs> and murder. Party. 
A Killer Party, a new digital musical and your new deadly obsession in nine episodes. You'll be begging to know who done it. Starring Christina Alabada, Jackie Burns, Carolee Carmella, Miguel Cervantes, Drew Galen, Jeremy Jordan, Alex Newell, Laura Osnes, Jared Spector, Michael James Scott, and Jessica Keenan Wynn as they spend one night together singing, dancing, and solving a murder. So grab your notepad and follow along because you're invited to A Killer Party. Pre-sale starts July 27th. Streaming begins August 5th. For more information, go to www.akillerpartymusical.com. I love it so much. I love it so much. Now, was that you screaming at the end, or we don't we don't get to know who screams? God, I wish that was me screaming. I think that's Laura. Okay. Who's screaming? It was not me. I wish it were me, because that is a genius scream. <laughs> all right, tell me how this all came together because it looks no, like first of all, have you ever No, we can we can hear you. We want to hear about the meatballs, the mayhem and the murder. So fill us in. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Okay, so uh a few weeks into quarantine, my buddy Jason Howland, um you guys might know him. He's just, you know, the composer of uh, uh a little women, you know, astonishing just that like tiny little hit oh my god uh, he called me and was like i have this idea for a musical and uh and i was like i'm it you didn't even have to tell me about it because i just think he's a genius and anything he's a part of i'm like yes i would love to be a part of it thank you and i think that's what all of us were like if jason calls you you're gonna you're gonna do it and then he brought on nathan and kate um if you don't know them the lyricists in the book i mean cater uh, you know Latterman is you know whatever i can never remember the uh what's it called now i'm having a brain fart um the the libretto latterman oh carrie and yes, latterman oh Lattermill. yeah yeah i mean come mm -hmm. on i never say i am totally dyslexic dyslexic and have the worst reading skills as an actor not the best skill anyways <laughs> and nathan tyson wrote the lyrics who's genius tech everlasting i mean just like come on uh, and they wrote this hilarious brand new digital musical that's never been done before. They basically took this terrible time that we're in and um, created jobs for over 50 plus people in our industry. Uh, and it's so fun. It's so fun. And there are nine episodes and um, and each uh, each Wednesday, three come out. So today is our opening night, basically. That's so right. there's three episodes that come out today. And then next week, three more episodes. And then the next Wednesday, the final three episodes. So it's a, basically a 90-minute musical and nine different episodes. So each episode's like eight to 10 minutes long. Uh, and everybody has a huge number, every one or two numbers, depending on their character. And the cast is out of control, like out of control. It's so amazing. Um, oh, like as you saw, all those, you know, Jessica Keenan Wynn, our friend Michael James Scott, Carolee Carmelo, need I go on? All right, can we talk about your 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 wig? What's going on with that wig? Okay, so oh yes, okay, so you guys, this is all like DIY. This was all do it ourselves. Like we had our significant others or our parents or our friends like shooting this for us. They were all our like you know in the closet. Days. Yes. Yeah, in the closet, our directors, our hair and makeup, you know, it's like, it was totally a labor of love. Um, and it was just so, so fun. But yeah, so um, we all shot it in our homes, respectively, because of COVID. And Michael James Scott, 
I am his wife, which was so fun because Michael and I made, uh, I made my Broadway debut in hair and mm -hmm. he was in the show with me. So yeah. it was really, really fun to get to do that again. And I got to now be in a musical with so many people that I wildly respect and like, I'm in such awe of their talent. So this has been very exciting. Um, I got off topic. What was your question? I got Just tell me how it, how did it work? So you, you got this, you got your dad holding a camera or something. You got this wig. It, was it oh, sent yes, to you exactly. or did you have to like dig it up out of the basement? How did this work? Well, this wig is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, <laughs> when I was doing Wicked uh, in LA uh, last December or the December before, I can't remember. As you get older, years turn into years. Um, we had a <laughs> wig party at our house. Kara Lindsay and I uh, hosted a wig party and because our music director loved wig parties. So for our, like one of our final weeks, we had a wig party and we all bought wigs. And then as the night goes on, you all trade wigs. Um, <laughs> and I bought this ridiculous pink wig because I thought it made me a little mermaid. And uh, it just happened to still be in my closet. And I was on a Zoom call with Mark Bruni, who's the director. You guys all know who he is, so I don't need to- Sure, sure. Uh, and with my character, not to give anything away, is a little- um, you know, she's, she's a little kooky. And I said, Oh my God, I have this pink wig and I think it would be so perfect for this part. And they were like, and I, so I went into a closet <laughs> on the zoom call and I threw it on and it looked like a rat's nest. I hadn't been combed in like maybe two years. And I was like, I know it looks crazy right now, but like, just like imagine if it's like been brushed and she'd be real cute. And they were like, yes, that <laughs> girl on that wig. And that's where Joan, you know, kind of was born from. <laughs> A wig in my closet. You found your character from a deep place. Founder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, can, was, I can see that. Yeah. Now, the premise of this show is about an immersive murder mystery dinner party. Now, I have been to one of those. Have you ever done that? No. I'm jealous of you. Oh, well, obviously, this is something you need to do immediately after COVID. Post-COVID. <laughs> yes, post-COVID. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Now it's also, I, I'm just, I know you're not gonna tell us who the murderer is, it's a whodunit. You've gotta go to a killerpartymusical.com and order, this is a series, you pay for it. You're, you're, putting, you're, you're putting actors to work, which is fantastic. Yes. However, you are a very peace-loving person. Alphabet wouldn't hurt a fly or any other animal. And certainly in hair, very peace-loving. You are a very good smelling hippie, I just wanna say for the record. <laughs> you're very you keep came by me and i was like that hippie smells amazing but oh my god so i'm going to guess i'm going to guess that you would have to put your peace loving self aside to be in a murder musical yes i did and it was hard and i do feel like if this is it you know becomes worthy you know for a tony then like absolutely i feel like i have a shot because like i really <laughs> had to like dig deep because this is so not me, you know? I hear um, you. Or an Emmy because so, it's on TV. Whatever it's like nominated for, I definitely feel It could like be both. Right, you know, I'm, I'm going for my EGOT. So like, whatever. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, she was a stretch because I am very peaceful. <laughs> but Joan, maybe not. I don't know. You'll have to, and it's such a good deal. $10 today or $12.99 as of like tonight for mm -hmm. nine episodes is 
like out of control. That's basically a dollar fifty, a dollar to a dollar fifty an episode. That's like, I mean, you can't really get much better than that. That's so cheap. We can we can tell that you were a pitch woman in commercials. I'm I'm just feeling Thank it you. right now. <laughs> I also want to mention that, and I tell me if this is like I need to be you know confirm or deny that you are the longest running Alphaba on the Broadway. Is that true? Or is that just something that people say? No, it's true. You're owning it. I'm the only Alphaba that has gone back twice. Crazy. So how many performances did you count? I haven't counted, but I have heard that it's like upwards of like 1,400. Wow. And that's a lot of green in your ears. Because you know they go inside your ear with a paintbrush. You get like a wet willy every day with green. Like they go in there. They don't like, we're full on at Wicked, you know? So yeah. So how long did it take to come out or is it still there now? I ask hard hitting questions. Two years later, it's still there. No, but it is really funny. Like I have, when I was doing the show, I had gone to get like facials before and like people who didn't know Wicked thought that like I, you could, you could actually like when they start doing the extractions and they're getting green, you know, coming out of your pores, you could hear like their breaths, like, and I'd have a few, you know, estheticians that were like, um, I think that you might have an infection and you might need to see somebody. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like I, I get painted green for work. Like, oh, okay, sure. You know, you're like, I'm not, they, dying. Think, they think they're doing a facial on some kind of alien spot. Totally normal. I can see also why you picked the pink wig back with the wig party. You were like enough with the green. I was like, I'm going to be the pretty one this time. Like, come <laughs> yes. on. Is Alphaba, you always get so jealous of the Glindas that leave. Like, you know, they leave with their, like, perfect hair because they've been, like, in, like, nice pin curls. And they have, like, glitter and, like, normal makeup. And then you leave looking like the troll under the bridge. You know? It's just, like, I was like, not today. That's right. That's right. All right. Now, I know that the people have questions. So, Caitlin, what are the people online asking Miss Burns? Wow, she is. so fun. Okay, yes, we do have a lot of great questions. So I love this from Becca Brown. She on YouTube, she goes, can we talk about how you're basically originating a role right now? Oh, can you hear can you me? Uh-oh. Now I can hear you. I didn't okay. hear anything. <laughs> I was like trying to read your There's our so power outages. You have to deal. So you're originating a role in this new musical. Let's talk about it. Oh my God, exactly. And that's why I should be up for an Emmy or a Tony. Like, I just feel like I said it first. And like, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. No, I'm very uh, excited. It was very, very exciting too. Yeah. Because it was really a collaborative, um, the whole thing was super collaborative. Like I call, you know, you'd be on the phone with Jason and be like, you know, I think that maybe like it should be like a touch faster or like, what about, you know, in shooting it's like, I have an idea. Like what if I did A, B, C, and D? And it was just super, super fun to just, cause I know my space more than they do. So it was all on us as the actor being like, all right. So like, what if I got this closet here? I got a staircase here. I got, you know, spoiler, maybe like, a pool at my brother's house I could shoot something at you know so it was super fun to you know get your creative juices flowing and originate something that completely 
not just even a new musical. Like, I mean, this has never been done before. Completely new. You know, yeah. so it was completely new. And, you know, I, I applaud everybody that has been a part of this because, it, you know, nobody knows what they're doing. This is a completely the first time it's ever happened. So you had to just kind of jump in blindly and hope for the best. And the editors are amazing how they like could take and make it look like we were all in the same room, even though, you know, people are shooting, you know, in their houses in San Francisco or like, you know, in Connecticut or New York and, wow. and making it look like we're all in the same room and talking to each other is so magical. They, they're magicians. I love it. Love it. Okay, so Danny on Twitter, he wants to know, did you get the script all at once or did you find out as the episode went along? Can't hear. Did you, can you hear me? No. I can't hear you. I can hear you. Ben. Okay. Okay. So the question is, did you get the script all at once or was it parceled out episode to episode? I did not get, we did not get the script all at once. We got, I think the, um, when Jason first called me, they had the first two episodes written. So I got to read, we all got to read the first two episodes. And at that point, not all the songs had been written too. So it was like, it was like a very rough sketch of what they thought the show was going to be. And still at that time, we didn't know who had done it and what was gonna happen. So it was very much a learning as we went which was really fun because then we had no, I, I had no idea. Like we, no, nobody knew if they were the killer or what their arc was yet because they didn't know yet. So it was really, really fun. That's an acting challenge too. Not yeah. knowing. Exactly. <laughs> Tony or Emmy. You know what I mean, you guys? I'm sorry. You know, this is one of the most organic award campaigns I've ever witnessed. And I just want to commend you on that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, Paul is saying that Jackie better EGOT. So yes. it's, I can feel it in my bones. It's gonna happen. It's Thank gonna happen. So <laughs> she's already can she's already accepting her award right now. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody, for this award. I never thought I'd get it. And um I love it. That was we're also speech. witnessing Jackie's childhood home a little bit more closely. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I know the fans have so many more questions, Caitlin. So let's do a couple more. Okay, amazing. All right, we can do a few more. Okay, so wait, who? I just saw it. Okay, oh, so Paul actually wants to know who was a performer you've never worked with that you would love to do a show with? I don't think she can still hear me. Mitch can read it. So, who is a performer I've never worked with that I would love to do a show with? Um, okay. Uh, my idol is Bernadette Peters. And if I were to be able to do a show with her, I think I would just die. I mean, I what just, show? I, Put it out there. What show do you want to do with Miss Peters? Any show. I mean, <laughs> I mean, probably the revival of the revival of Sideshow, but like, or, you know, something new. That makes you know? sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Because you're very close in height. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, it just feels right, you know? And normally my hair is naturally curly. So, like, right. would this work, I feel? I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay, so Jennifer wants to know, will we get to hear your amazing voice solo in this musical? 
in a wait, am, are we gonna hear my voice in a solo musical, like literally like a no. one woman show? No, no, in the killer party. In a killer party. Oh, I do get a solo. But if you want to do a solo musical, I'm there for it. Thank you so much. Yes, we're gonna do a solo musical and in my house called Jackie Burns's Childhood Home. Um, no, I do get a solo in the show. We all get our like breakout moment. Each performer gets their own song. There's gonna be a cast album um, with the has, wow. I think oh, twenty song, twenty original songs. It's like wow. kind of out of control. And we all recorded it like on our iPhones and like sent it in, and then like they orchestrated it. And like I mean, like I can't even tell you the this the the genius of like the people behind the scenes the editors the sound engineers like i mean it's just to make you know towels over our head with it like in a closet singing into our phones <laughs> new songs and like it's just like no fancy studio to make you sound amazing you know and but yet everybody sounds amazing because of these people behind the scenes but yeah there's 20 i'm pretty sure don't quote me on it but i'm pretty sure it's like 20 or 21 brand new songs that are going to be on a cast album and they're all epic i love that no solo musical for you though because you're just doing doing shows with bernadette got it yes exactly got it exactly that thank you so much you're welcome yes i understand oh now see people want you to do a solo musical we're going into a totally different direction now everybody thank wants jackie burns's <laughs> solo effort it, it, and don't tell me it's called adele disease the musical because i'm not it i'm is. not there for that Okay, that's an old joke. Um, Jackie, yeah. Jackie stole that joke before. Yes. Uh, let's have, let's have one more question, Caitlin. <laughs> okay. Last question. Susan wants to know what was the weirdest part of doing a virtual musical. What was the weirdest part about doing a virtual musical? That is a good question. Um, I think probably the weirdest part was lip syncing to my own voice like so we had to record our song first and then you know and then record it you know and so musicals we're, we're live performers we're used to performing live and so to have to film something to the playback of you and not on like a sound stage through a fancy system no like from your iphone next to you you know and still make it feel like live and exciting um was pretty weird and, and funny and it took a second and then of course it's like Shakespeare when you watch a Shakespeare play where like the first two minutes you're like I have no idea what they're saying and then all of a sudden something clicks and you're like and you're like oh I know exactly what they're saying it was like that it's like you first felt like you're kind of like I don't know what I'm doing and then it just was second nature but that was a little strange at first it's like um okay <laughs> so who are you going to thank first when you win this award for this show a good question it's a good question mm -hmm. probably bernadette and second yeah. jason okay you know jason's gonna be really excited to hear that um guys jackie we love seeing you i could talk to you for another hour i just love seeing you here's charlie charlie do you have any questions for ms burns i'm just curious about rehearsal how do you rehearse for something like that with all of you guys in different places how do you rehearse for Wait, something like that Oh, I just said I'm curious about where how do you rehearse for that? for that with everyone in different places. So it was very. Oh yeah, so we didn't have we didn't get to rehearse with each other. So it was um, when the whole thing started, 
we had one Zoom call with the, you know, the director, Mark, and all the creatives, Jason and everybody, and then the whole cast, where they kind of told us what they wanted, the overview of, like, how they wanted the shots. Like, they wanted three different shots. They wanted close-ups, and they wanted, like, you know, full body, and then they wanted, you know, like, mid-body. And they, you know, we talked about how never talking to the frame, but always looking to the right or the left, so it looked like we were actually having a conversation with the other actor, you know, that is shooting yeah. from their home. Um, and then we all had our like individual coachings or directing uh, with Mark for like 20 minutes about our song and scene where they like look at our room and be like, okay, I think it might be cool if you try using this area or that area. And then the rest was just kind of all up to us. And we would just send um, takes and we'd usually do like, they'd ask us to do three takes of each thing. So like you do three takes of one line and you do a three takes of saying it differently close up, three takes doing it, you know, mid body, then three takes of full full length. And then they kind of just work their magic. And I have I haven't even yet seen my full episode yet. So like, I'm still like, wow. what does it look like? <laughs> that's scary, but that's exciting. <laughs> that is exciting. Well we can all watch it together. Starting today. Yes. A killerpartymusical.com. Jackie. Thanks for joining us from your childhood room. Thank you so much. It was great to see you. I love you it. too. Thanks, guys. Stay healthy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, stay healthy. Caitlin, what do you want to share with us as we go out today? All right. Bye, everybody. I'm going to take us out for the day. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another fun episode of Live at Five Home Edition. You guys can follow us where we get your podcast by searching for hashtag Live at Five and hitting that subscribe button. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. We talk to Broadway alum and stage favorite Aaron Lazar all about his upcoming Broadway Lullabies album. I can't believe this hasn't been made before or yet. So we're going to hear all about that. But taking us out today is going to be one of our favorites, Nick Cordero, singing one of the great ones from A Bronx Tale, which closed on Broadway on the stage in 2018. Yeah, this one could be one of the ones you won't regret. If she's smiling at you like she knows you'll come through and makes you believe it somehow, then kid, you found one of those great ones. Go to her now.